Grapple fans, it is time for the 51st match instalment of our epic Let Me Tell You Something quest to watch every match that we can that Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer is rated 5 stars or higher. I'm your co-host Lorcan Mullen and with me as always is my co-host Simon Cross. Now Simon, we're once again at our probably, I think our favourite stomping ground or our most frequently, uh, our most frequented stomping ground at this point of all Japan pro wrestling. And it's involving two guys we've seen before, and we'll see again. But this is a unique one. We're seeing Mitsuhara Masawa in singles action. Nothing new. But we are seeing, for the first and only time, a singles match involving Akira Tawe. Tawe has been in a number of matches so far. He'll be on more to come. Teaming up with Toshiki Kawada usually. Uh, briefly before then, teaming up with Jumbo Saruta and Masanobu Fushi. If the Four Pillars of Heaven are the Beatles of pro wrestling, he would have to take the label of Ringo. Do you think that's a justified moniker? And what were your opinions of Tawe as a singles wrestler in this match without having Toshiaki Kawada with him to take half of the pressure, half of the responsibilities? It's a justified moniker... Not through fault of his own, but purely because the three above him are elite. Yes. Out and out elite. They're, they're 10 out of 10 wrestlers. Yeah. And he's like an 8 or a 9. Yeah. Um, Tawe really impressed me in this match. You can tell he was he was pushing himself as far as he can go as a performer. I think he knew this yeah. was his moment. And there's that sense in the match as well that this is his biggest chance yet in single. I don't know if he challenged mm. for the Triple Crown as a singles at this point, but this is him in the final of the Champions Carnival, which is basically the biggest match of the year in all Japan. Yeah. It is their G1 Climax final. And it's him against... It was the what You know, he'd be the one that you wouldn't have expected in the match. You would have expected it to be... And Kloabba considering... Or Hansen, or who'd been suspended during the tournament, Dr. Death Steve Williams, or maybe yeah. Kabashi. And considering he isn't any of those people that we expected, um, he's really shown as like the dominant party early doors as the aggressor. Masawa doesn't seem to know what to do with him or how to cope with him. He he hits him with a surprise suicide dive early on in the match, uh, I remember. And one of the things that I just love, like, I think, you know, we're, we're gushing over this King's Road style, and what I love is the layered. Um, psychology of it and just key moments and I think my favourite moment in the whole match is Tawe going for his Don Don chokeslam finisher but he's doing it from the apron to the outside and Masawa is vainly trying to hold off and he's got his hand on the top rope trying to you know block it and Tawe does a chop on the hand knocks it off knocks his grip off and immediately Hits that don don. Yeah. It's that very, you know, it's like it's like what I love about moves is that there's some sort of setup, some key thing needed to make it perfect, like Stone Cold Steve Austin's kick to the gut before he does a Stone Cold stunner, just something like that mm. that precipitates the move. Yeah. Um, 
what I loved about that moment is if you really like slow it down, that split second between him knocking the uh, Masawa's hand off the rope and him hitting the move, the crowd are like, "Oh my god!" Well, it's like it's like suddenly finding out that the shields are down on the starship or something like that. Yeah. That they've been exposed. He's got through our defenses. Yeah, the fact that someone's even got that kind of opening on Masawa, people are like, ah. Um, for me, there's two key moments in this match. So it's sort of like really set the table and kick it through the gears. There's um, Masawa finally getting back into the match by knocking Tawei Lupi, mm. um, which is just a great moment because like, oh, Masawa's like gone to that. And the referee's like, there's concern amongst the arena. And it's like, everyone's like, oh, because Tawei is selling this like it is a knockout blow. Um, but then from the knockout blow and being not loopy and Masawa getting the advantage comes the naked evil desperation of him raking the eyes yeah, and he... the crowd response to that because they're, they're getting behind Tawe because he's the underdog yeah. and he beautifully swips, flips things back to I guess what they kind of wanted there or expected there is a noticeable mixed reaction to Tawe far more than there was to Kawada when he faced off against uh, Masawa. Yeah. And and of course Tawe, when we saw him first, was part of the quote-unquote heel faction of sorts uh, as the betrayer of his generation to side with Jumbo's older army. And yeah. few, you know, the bitterness that that caused between him and Kawada, his latter partner. Um, so, yeah, it's like... Another example is, and I know I use tennis too often, but the the big four that we've had for the longest time, that he is basically like the Andy Murray. Yeah. That he doesn't get the win that many times at the end. He does go on to win the Triple Crown, uh, and I think he wins one Champion Carnival. I might be wrong. I think he wins next year's Champions Carnival. But... He's just the one that pushes the other guys to their limit, but they, you know, like, I I don't know how many times Andy Murray, I know he's only won three Grand Slams, but I think he must have been in at least a half dozen more finals and taken uh, Djokovic and Federer and Nadal to, like, four or five sets. Well, he had four I finals. I know he's taken Djokovic to five sets in Australia a few times. Well, and that that was the beautiful moment where he and his coach at the time, Ivan Lendl, uh, when he won his first US Open, um, Lendl won on his fifth appearance in a Grand Slam final. And Murray would have gone beyond that record had he lost. Mm. Um, but it didn't. And so, then. So, yeah, it's like it's like it's like when, a, you know, it would be like when I'm trying to think of a good example, like. Football's hard one to say, but like I guess Liverpool in the mid noughties they would occasionally win the FA Cup or the League Cup, and once they won the Champions League, but they still yeah. can't win the league to this day. No, they never really. Uh, they never really pushed. They were never first or really second at that they time. They came second either. a few times under Benitez and, and that, but um, but I know mm. what you mean. I know what you mean. But it is that thing that like they will beat Man United. One time out of four or five. Well, maybe Man United is a bad example because with those derbies, kind of form goes out the window. Yeah. Back in the noughties, you would expect them to beat Chelsea or Arsenal every fourth match or something like that, yeah. you know? Uh, whereas Chelsea and Arsenal win two or three of those other four. Mm. 
it's not like their uh, recent resurges, resurgences, that brief dalliance they had under... Uh, Brendan Rogers, or more recently, obviously the Jurgen Klopp, um, GJ Press heavy metal football. Yeah, what they're doing. But Tawei, yeah, it's that sense you get in this match that Tawei is pushing himself beyond his limitations, and Masawa just knows how to what it takes to win more. And there's there's the two stages to that. Yeah, there's the first half where he's just going guns blazing after Misawa. This is my moment. I've got to go after him. And then there's the survivalist. Trying to stay. Trying to stick in. Trying yeah, to keep him. After being um, knocked senseless. Yeah. Um, just trying to grasp on anything. His his opportunity slipping away. Misawa's just knocking him about the ring. So he just breaks the eyes. And yeah. And that, like, so that is that, that, that heel face dynamic is a bit more obvious in this match. Although there was some sympathy within the heel that you could see why some in the crowd were rooting for him mm. but again heel face but then right at the end of the match Masawa after he wins goes over and shakes hands with Tawei yeah Tawei's kind of too exhausted to like not shake his hand <laughs> almost um and there is that sense actually when he there that there's like this was my shot I don't get many of these yeah as he's... a singles guy uh, sort of the and they also play up a lot more in this um, because Kabashi, Kawada, and Misawa are all about the same size, the same weights. Mm. Nothing too noticeable. Kawada's a bit shorter. Kabashi's a bit more muscular, but Tawei does have like four or five inches on Misawa, yeah. and they play that into the match as well. He's not like a a monster, no, no, but he is like a bully. Yes. He's more physically imposing. Yeah. And I think to go back to your uh, point about the shell shock of uh, Tawei at the end, if you look at the finish of the match, Tawei goes for the eyes again, but Masawa just seems to like shrug through it. Mm. And then out of that, he just hits like two straight tiger suplexes. And you've got to think, in Tawei's mindset, it was like, right. Completely caught him off guard with this last time. This got me back into the match. Hit this again. He's more exhausted. I'm laughing, kind of thing. He's, he's like, this is it. This is the opening. And just as Masawa shrugs it off and then just obliterates him, you got to feel that after the match, after the free count, he's just there like... He, he was more knackered than before. How has this come about? How has yeah. he found this gear? And that's what separates those two. Storyline-wise, is Masawa always just once again just found that extra fifth and a half gear or he had to go to that something channeled within him there's like an, an otherness to masawa mm. see what i mean like it was Tawe was tapping into his all earlier on in the match but masawa doesn't consciously tap into it he's like calm cool and collected yeah but it's kind of like when, when the, it's needed, it just sort of kicks in like an airbag. It's like when the underdog team in a game gets an early goal, and you're like, "This is great," but you've got a long way to go, and they will gradually, gradually wear you down. Yeah, and they will get that equalizer, and then when you deflated from that, they'll get that winner before the final whistle. And then Vincent Company shows you sympathy after uh, winces yeah. after one of the goals goes in. Yeah, yeah, um, and. So what do we think of Akira Tawe? Because we're not going to see him again as a singles wrestler. So we'll see him amongst 
better wrestlers. Like, say you picked up Akira Tawe then and dropped him into New Japan now. Would he be, like, barely getting out of, like, the never open weight scene? It's <sighs> a tough one. He's. I think uh, it's, it's so weird because. He'd be like a. Yeah. Like Ishii or um, a Shibata. I think he wouldn't mm. make a G1 climax final unless it was like a flip, which to be fair, he doesn't in this one, but he wouldn't be positioned as a number four. He wouldn't crack into what for the longest time was Omega Okada, Tanahashi Naito. Yeah. See things are being recalibrated with Jay White and everyone. It's so difficult to compare eras. Yeah. Um, because we're watching him doing what was the peak of athleticism then, but obviously limitations and, horizons have expanded would he have matched those horizons and therefore could he have forced himself into that conversation we just don't know and it's very hard if not impossible for us to make that judgment based off what we're seeing him in that time zone is that the line that jim Cornette said about triple h to be a dick to triple h i don't even know if i agree (laughs) with this entirely but you know he says triple h is the guy that works with the guy that makes the money Mm. And I think that's what Tao needed to be. He was a very solid supporting player to the other three rare once in a generation, but there's three of them, talents in in Kawada, Kabashi, and and Masawa. Answer the first question out of the two that you asked me, having answered the second. Um, Tao sits, I pretty much agree with you. That's where Tao sits in my mind. He's not a net detractor. He, but he's not a car- yeah, he's he, he, he carries does... legitimacy. He yeah. doesn't look out of place like not even not to say yes. they looked out of place, but the one that I always go to is Yoshinari Ogawa when he was in that six man tag and, and Junakiyama up to a point, but then he yeah. does become a great worker very soon and after. And if you separate he... Baba the attraction and Baba the wrestler, Baba yeah. the wrestler looks yeah. very out of yeah. place. But he doesn't look out of place, that's the thing. He carries a legitimacy to him. I, I, you know, it's like I've always said with um, I've always been a fan of Kane, but I can see mm. some of his limitations. But he can always work with everyone. Everyone can work with Kane, and it will work. Yeah. And and Kane can look bad against someone, or he can he can beat anyone. He can lose to anyone, and it's believable. You know, Kane on a good night could beat John Cena, or could beat the Undertaker, could beat Randy Orton. But Kane on yeah. a bad night could lose to Rey Mysterio, could lose to Gene Snitsky, could lose to Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, that's kind of where I guess Akira Tawa is. He's like the Kane of that of that period. Not just because of the uh, red attire not, and the choke slam. No, but um, I don't. I still don't know what I think about the Don Don. It's not that impressive looking a move, but it's we've been spoiled. Yes, like, we have. let's face it. Since then, um. The one off the apron was quite good. Yeah, the chokeslam didn't really become a thing until... Obviously, The Undertaker was doing it, but he wasn't doing it as much. Uh, It was really the big show that... A.K.A. The Giant that made it a thing. And then Kane as well. Well, uh, yeah, because let's face it, those words just like genetic... Like, genetically, like, much bigger men. It makes more sense. Mm. If that makes... Because Tawei's tall, but he's not... 
It's not my it's not my favorite looking finisher, but it will do its job. It gets a reaction from the crowd, and that's what's yeah. important. Um, but I I mean I will say I'm not going to give this five stars, but I do like it a lot. Simon, you seem to be pursing your lips and mulling this over. What is your uh, assessment? Well, I'm not mulling over my decision. Um, I guess because my decision differs to yours, Ooh. I was surprised by it. I am giving this five stars. Because I would rate, like, to Kabashi's singles matches against Steve Williams and Stan Hansen above this. Well, I did give the Stan Hansen one five stars, but I didn't give the Steve Williams one five stars. Um, Whereas I flipped that. Yeah, yeah. I like the drama, but I didn't feel like it got to the point of the other ones. Maybe, I, but yeah, you, that put it on a rare list for you. You know, you still yet to make ten five star matches. So, unless we have a hell of a 10 matches, it seems like your top 10 will be revised yet again, and it might see Akira Tawe in there in a singles um, uh, singles capacity. Yeah, well, as I say, this match for me smoothly went through the gears. You're just an all-Japan mark, Simon. <sighs> just admit <Maybe>. it. <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah, but for me, it smoothly went through the gears. There was great transition between Act 1, Act 2, Act 3. Masawa's dynamite and Tawe. I think because Tawe is having to work so hard, we get the best out of him. If that makes sense. Yeah, I get it. I get where you're coming from. I can understand why someone would give it five stars, but I'm not yeah. one of those people. But I still liked it very, very much. I might rewatch it and maybe I'll reassess it. I don't know if I'll have the time to, but you know, there we go. But anyway, if people want to congratulate you on seeing the truth or decry you for not seeing through the lies of how good that match was Simon how can they do so uh, they can get in touch with me on Twitter where I'm so known as Simon Cross Free uh, free for the seconds it took um, me to react properly when I realised Lorcan hadn't given this match five stars maybe I'm in love with it a little too much mm. you know maybe I, I'm blinkered um and that's why i to see how much of your top 10 list consists of all japan at this like when the all japan run ends in 99 i'll be curious to see how many of your top 10s have all japan it could close it out we don't know i mean uh obviously we had our debrief um not long ago a significant portion of that was all japan already so the table is set i'm just looking at my 10 and see how many i've got I have one, two, three. Oh no! Wait, sorry. I have one, two, three, four, five of my top ten are all Japan matches at this point. And if you were to subtract your number ten on the assumption that Tawei Masao is going to be there, although I think your number ten was an all Japan match anyway, wasn't it? It was. Yes. Yeah. Um, but. My current stand is seven. Seventy percent of your top ten is all Japan res- pro wrestling matches. Well, yes. our next one isn't all Japan pro wrestling, but it is all Japan women's wrestling. And let's see if Simon, for once, will give the ladies a shot. It's Kyoko Anawe trying to wrestle the three WA women's singles championship away from Manami Toyota who we last saw taking a shit-kicking of a lifetime from Aja Kong. Has she recovered? What will happen this time with a slightly smaller opponent? You'll have to tune in and find out. But until then, 
you can get in touch with me, Lorcan Mullen. That's L O R C A N M U L L A for Akira. N for uh, n- not new, new Japan, <laughs> but not all Japan. Uh, that's my Twitter handle, Instagram, uh, Facebook. Putting at gmail.com at the end of it. That's my email address. But until then, my name's Lorcan Mullen. My name's Simon Cross. Thank you for letting us tell you something. Have a five-star time. Until the next time.